This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hello, you're listening to the Blue Monday podcast where we're all happy, Ipswich Town fans, we're so happy, we're so happy that we're going to make a podcast about Ipswich and the exciting happenings, I've lost the intro, Dave. My name is Benjamin Bloom and I'll be happy each and every Monday because I support Ipswich and so does aficionado David Diamond and he's happy because we're happy, (laughs) sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of happy football conversation. So make your Monday a happy Monday, Dave. I've, oh, no, happy Mondays. That's going to... Um, uh, copyright. I feel uplifted after that. <laughs> Good, well, I thought that the people <laughs> would expect the intro to be today. Um, a, bit, a bit bland and downbeat. Absolutely You're not. listening to the Blue Monday podcast, Samaritans. Not that we should... The Samaritans do excellent work, don't they? So uh, we they absolutely do, man. We shouldn't yep. belittle that, but... Yeah, we try. We try and inject a little bit of energy because it's a bit, um, it's a bit dour at the moment, isn't it? It, it wasn't all doom and gloom. Let, let me say there were some shafts of light. I would say shaft, shaft, yeah. shaft. Do you want to talk about Walter Zenger? That'd be fun, wasn't it? So Walter Zenger's been sacked, obviously. Um, Eighty-seven days. Um, <laughs> 14 league games in charge. Um, yeah. Slightly more surprising one, Dave, was Caldwell at Wigan. Yes. Yeah, you know, he, he did all the hard work, got them got them back up. Um, champions. Yeah. Champions. And, and, you know, not doing a bad job. Not, you know, not, not like, I'll say it, not like a Rotherham, not actually marooned at the bottom, <laughs> were they? <laughs> a Rotherham but, really um, bad, are they? Uh, uh, they weren't yesterday. Uh, or, more, I don't know. Any, yeah, go on. We'll get more to that. of which um, later. I mean, I did, I did sort of refer, if you remember last week's pod, I will sort of just put a marker down here. I did sort of refer to, when we did a review of the, um, a review of the Champ Games, and I said about Wolves, I said, yeah, this might be significant. Apparently, Zenga was locked in the dressing room with his players for an hour, <laughs> for an hour after the game. And I did say, that's never a good, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't sound good. And have a, so I think, was it numbers five and six this week? I've got Caldwell, Zenga, Trollope, Di Matteo, Pearson and Stubbs. Is that all of them? Yeah, I, I think, I think that's a lot. The stat they were chopping out, chopping that that trotting out, was that <laughs> there were nine um, managers that were new at the start of the season, and five of them yeah. were gone. So five, five of those them. six were new ones. Um, Dave Ian at ITFC Clan says Caldwell gone <laughs> too. 
That's two in the championship today. Come on, Marcus Evans. Make it three. <laughs> make my day. Who says go ahead, make my day? Is that Clint Eastwood? That is Clint Eastwood in Dirty Harry, isn't it? Yeah. And there's some yeah. names kicking about, Dave, links with these jobs. Um, Pearson, always welcome. Friedman, um, Allardyce. I don't know why they put him in there. He's not going to go lower than the Premier League. <laughs> he's he's going to go to Sunderland, isn't he? Do you think? I don't know. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, wouldn't surprise me if Moyes went and he went back there. Paul Lambert, um, George Jesus, uh, Luis Philippe <laughs> Scolari. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, Martin Yol. Martin Yol was good at Spurs, wasn't he? And Mick McCarthy being linked with um, yeah, the I mean, stuff, not the Wigan one. Standard. I think. That's always fairly, fairly standard. Yeah, standard. yeah, it was. Um, Dave, you're on the Naked Football Show on on Wednesday. The other excellent Ipswich podcast. I was. Um, yeah, enjoyed was it. it. Always good. Yeah, always good with Graham. Yeah, good fun. Yeah. Um, I timed, Who, um, timed one of your answers at about eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, he, he he doesn't. I think I think you said this before. He doesn't quite rein me in like you do, does he? No. So basically, I'm. <laughs> That, yeah, but that makes me Mick McCarthy, doesn't it? And you, you're, you're Johnny Williams, and I'm just... You've just, you just squeezed all the attacking instincts oh. out of me, Ben. What can I say? What I, can I say? I feel, I feel quite bad about myself now. Where was that Samaritan's number? I've done it again, haven't I? I'm an awful person. I mean, you're a wonderful uh, person, and so is Graham uh, at the Naked yeah, Graham, Football Graham's Show. So. Great. And, a good, and a good shout, we'll, we'll, we'll get to what Graham, um, after the, when we get to the nitty-gritty... Graham, I, I know you, you, Ben. You listened to the pod. You said you listened to it live. He I had, did. Yeah. He, he must have delighted you with his thoughts on his preferred switch. <laughs> yeah. He must have. I, I said never going to happen. Turning yeah. cartwheels in his car. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. We'll get to um, that. But yeah, quick plug. Um, Naked Football Show on iTunes. Yeah, Subscribe to that. Listen to us on Mondays. Listen to them on Wednesdays. Hey. Yeah. Right, Dave. This was the must-win game. We're at home to. <laughs> bottom of the league that doesn't always happen surely at home to bottom of the league is the easiest game you could possibly have right on paper Ben on paper on paper statistically the statistics yep. they never lie um, Dave I'm going to read the team um, yep. then I've got a tweet and then you're going to tell me your thoughts on when you heard the team so it was Bart in goal yep. uh, Chambers right back Kenlock left back who everyone's very pleased to see um, yeah, yeah. Berra and Webster, centre-backs, Ward, right, Lawrence, left, Skews <laughs> and Bishop in the centre-mid, um, yeah. David McGoldrick and Freddie yep. Sears up front. Um, yeah. Nick tweeted in, Dave, Nick Pierman. Um, Nick Pierman, yeah. think most fans agreed with team selection, um, oh. but we need to turn draws into wins now. Sears and McGoldrick um, up front, positive. Um, what was your thought when you saw that team, Dave? Delighted with it. Absolutely delighted with it. Pleased that, um, all right, Nudson was out injured. Pleased that Kenlock was certainly in for Nudson. Um, it was talk that Chambers was struggling with an injury, but obviously he made it. Um, um, and, and yeah, like the shape of the midfield, like like the two wide players. And, you know, I've been saying it for weeks, get Bishop, you know, get Bishop in there in the middle, you know. And alongside. Dave, you were calling for two of, two out of three of the, the, the players you deem to be the the most um, elite the potential potential match winners, yeah, of McGoldrick, Bishop, Bishop, and Williams, and you got yeah, it was, two of them, yeah, and it was great to great to see McGoldrick back, great to see McGoldrick back in the um, you know in the in the starting lineup and playing um, 
yeah, and, and playing him a two up front, really good. You see, when you talk about McGoldrick, I I feel like like you're my daughter and you're talking about this boy that you like who you who you're really smitten with but who always lets you down. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. I feel right. like I feel like I have to yeah. look out for you because you're going to get your heart broken. Do you know what I mean? That's how I well, feel well, when, when you talk about well, when you, he, you when get he, all gooey, don't he, you? When he, when he picks up another freak injury in trading and is out for like three yes. another three months. When, when he goes yeah, off, yeah, I, I, different... I sort of take I sort of take the point, but um, he was yeah, he was well. Go on, let's, let's yeah. carry on. Um, well, this is I tell you what's been interesting. We, we had that spate of nil nil draws and we couldn't get a goal to talk about. The past three um, games I've consulted my ITFC player subscription, the first (laughs) thing that's happened has been a goal. And the third game running, Dave, um, Ward gets fouled in the right wing position, um, attacking free kick. Away you go, Dave. Yeah, it was was an odd one. Well, you know where we sit, right smack in front. Yeah, tell the listeners where you sit, yeah. Um, Sort of front of the co-op stand. (laughs) No, I won't, I won't say too much for fear of getting thrown out, thrown out of there. But no, still in the family enclosure with my youngest son, who just about still qualifies for that. But um, so right in front, needless foul from Halford. They had Greg Halford, who actually went off injured halfway through the first half. Needless foul on, I think it was on Ward. Um, and at first, I really thought that Lawrence had scuffed a free kick. He looked like he scuffed it. But um, really sharp play from Sears. Brilliant, wasn't it? He? he got across his man. Yeah, it's just Sears of say, you know, early part of last season. Um, quite similar to the goal, I guess, he got against Burton, you know, got across his man. Yeah, really neat finish and, yeah, camp, no chance. Almost a bit of a surprise. You know, it's like those sort of goals where you think, oh, that was him. OK. Um, yeah, good finish. Not sure about the cross, but, yeah, Dave, he meant it. Great ball in. You've stolen my thunder. I was going to be oh. all super sleuth because um, I, I, I looked at it and I'm like, hang on, look at his body shape. Look yeah. at the position of the... The guys yeah. look at the fact yeah. that no one made a run to the near post. Um, no, yeah, I, 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 I think, agree. I think... He totally. And there's, I looked again. There's a big divot as well. He totally scuffed the free <laughs> kick, didn't he? Yeah, it's like, like one of my one of my golf shots. Oh, you wouldn't understand, but yeah, um, great finish though. How he got across his man and, and it got you know just wanted the ball, got there first. Really neat finish and no had no chance. So really, ideally, the defender oh. should be goal side of him, shouldn't he? To well, stop him shouldn't at him. Defender should, yeah, be goals on, just not letting him get across him. But Scissors quick, quick, you know, we know he's quick first two or three yards. That's where it is. That's where his strength is, really. And good finish. Yeah, nice, nice, good. Yeah. Great start, so in, but no two, sooner. Two have, yeah, no sooner. Well, and also, Dave, the other one was at the end of the home game, so probably like two in Ooh, five minutes that, of. That's a very good point. Of yeah. home football. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Um, but no sooner have Ipswich scored, and we we're going to get a Rotherham corner on the on the right, and back over to you, Dave. This is just a dreadful. Oh, go on, get, get really angry about it. It's well, no, I don't need to get angry with it. I mean, Webster makes a good clearance. Webster does get under the ball. It's a good in swinging corner. Webster goes under the ball, sort of clears it to the edge of the box. If I'm going to be critical, I'm going to be critical of Bishop here. That he got beaten in the air by um, Taylor, and literally Taylor's got to be no five foot six, five foot seven. You know, I, uh, one of those things. Perhaps he had the he had the run on him, but I don't think he should have got beaten in the air. And then it was a right mess. But the ball just went back in the mix. Someone, I think, one of their forwards got a touch, and yeah, Ward was Ward was clearly in line, not offside. And um, yeah, but I had no chance. He's only about six yards out, wasn't he? Bit of a messy goal. Can we have a spirited disagreement about this one, Dave? Come on. Um, I thought Webster's header was horrible. I thought he was facing. Yeah. 
he was facing out towards the corner flag. And oh, I know it's 2020 hindsight. The header I should assume... go back towards the taker, yeah. not into the yeah, zone. Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, he wasn't thinking about it. He wasn't in odd position. I just think perhaps, again, misjudged the flight of the ball. <laughs> that might happen later. Um, but, yeah, a good point. Yeah, he got caught half and half so and the header was... Yeah. Dave, is, is Bishop's corner position, is he just kind of with the guys on the edge of the area because he's not so big? I think so. And, and in hindsight, now you've said that, perhaps I've been a bit harsh. Although, Taylor, I only said that because Taylor is really not very tall. No, no, but, I, I but if he had, if, but if that, he had the run, if he had the run on Bishop, then fair enough. You know, he's, he's got the run and he can get more spring. But it was just messy when it went back in. It sort of, it was a bit, a bit lucky really. The ball went back in. I think one of their forwards got a slight touch, and it just fell between everybody and fell at Ward's feet, who was very good on the day. He was, he was their best player, very, very good player. I think he's good on lots of days, Dave. Yeah, well, he's got. I think he's got. Yeah. Well, go on. Um, yeah, yeah, Dave, no, he played uh, on his own. Just, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Chambers at the back there. If you're last man coming out for the corner, you've either mm. got. There's one of two things you can do. You've either got yeah. to organise, call the offside, or you've got to go with the last man. And he he did neither, did he? Yeah, was it? I mean, I didn't look that closely. Was it clearly him that sort of played him on then? Or? Chambers is the yeah. only one, yeah, playing yeah. them on. He's just struggling yeah. to get out. Yeah, okay. Enough. I mean, if Chambers had been in, he's you know he's obviously a bit wider, wider right there, but. That aside, Ben, it was a it was a poor goal and conceding. You know, ahead on three minutes, they oh great, Rotherham, they've got to come out now. You know, this could be, you know, you know, we could go to town here, and yeah, that just knocked not that straight on the head. Brenner made a very astute point on the commentary. He said, "This is like England v Iceland. You know, the first goal oh, goes yeah. in. You know, absolutely, yeah. And yeah then good, you think good. here we go, and, and then they just oh. kill it straight away, yeah. don't they? Um, Actually, good point. Yeah, right. Um, a oh, great move from. Ipswich here, Dave. Um, Kenlock throws to Bearer across to Webster into Skews out to Ward to McGoldrick back to Chambers class. back to McGoldrick. Oh, this steps is over. Um, yeah, reverse ball to flip. Sears. Then oh, Sears tries brilliant. to square it back. It's just a little bit too far ahead. What what goal that would have been? Oh, I'd be for it. McGoldrick, different club. Yeah, they, no one, no one can do that. Just, there's no one else in it. All right, Bishop, Bishop then. Oh, okay, Frank. Yeah, I'll take that back. But just class, absolute class, and just an outside of the. Foot reverse pass. And not a bad ball from Sears. Again, like I said the other week, Sears, you know, put it in an area, which wasn't a bad ball. Unfortunately, just behind the goal drip. And I think Kenlock came in, as he did a couple of times, got forward really well, and I think just had a shot blocked. Um, speaking of Kenlock, right, right. he plays the, the Mick ball into the left channel. Um, <laughs> Bishop chases it down. He cuts inside. Oh, this is good um, play. Dave, should he be trying to draw a foul there on the? You're going away from goal across. Chances of scoring are, are low, aren't they? Should he be going yeah. trying to draw the foul there? Yeah, possibly. Again, that was not quite adjacent where I sit. He could have slipped in the goal drink if he got his head up. But I think, yeah, having done the hard work, he was always going to have a shot there and just, yeah, just just screwed it wide, didn't he? Just didn't get any power on it. But great to see, good run. You know. The, Shows what he's capable of, really. He really wants to, though, be receiving that ball um, in a different position than, than that, though. Yeah. We, we've, we've been there with that, haven't we? Um, Dave, yeah. Bart with the hoof down the ground. Um, we win the second ball in the corner, as we always do. Um, Ward loops over the cross on the half volley. And Kenlock with, Kenlock with Great, a really, yeah. really good jump, Dave. Great. Good save, actually. I think he... Good save. I think that was going in. He didn't... 
I, I watched the government of Ipswich play. I don't think you saw another saw it from a different angle, but I think Cam got down quite well. Going really good header, powerful. Be interesting I, I, to see how high he jumped there as well, because that looked yeah, really got, impressive, didn't it? He got really well. Yeah, he, he he played well all day. I thought he had a really good game. Really, he's very composed on it. But I mean, I can see again why you know Mick, he's not as powerful as Nutson. You know, Nutson's a powerful player, perhaps a little bit better in the air, but Ken Lock's a better footballer, more composed and lovely left foot. Yeah, good. Let's, let's go to the second half and Rotherham have an attacking throw in on the right hand oh, side over near you geez. again, Dave. Why don't you take just, over? <laughs> right in front. I mean, what a poor goal. I mean, it's just. And well, this is this not. You, sorry, Dave. This is not Halford. He was substituted well, here. Yeah? Halford's off injured. This is Volks. Um, Volks. He, he just came across, and and I've, I said to Kieran, I was with. I said, oh well, at least Halford's Halford's not here. We'll be all right. And it's a sort of loopy throw. And again, being critical, Bear and Webster just get caught under the ball and seemingly in each other's way. Surely someone has got to dominate that ball and say, look, my ball, or, you know, as you do at centre-back. But it seemed to fall between them. And I've got to say, from where I was, and I've seen it again, really neat finish from Wall because he, he couldn't have expected that and he just reacted to it. Great finish. Again, Dave, um, agree with you on Bear and Webster. Presumably, yeah. one of them must have been free to attack the ball. I guess they just don't well, want to go too far well, back, do they? Well, they were both, they were both really didn't seem to be marking anybody. You know, it just, yeah. the ball just seemed to fall. But as it falls down, to... Dave, um, Chambers is busy, busy <laughs> holding on to Ward and he just, he just sticks it in, doesn't he? Yeah, he lets him go. It's a good finish, Ben. He reacts really well. And I'll go back to Ward. He played, he virtually played up front on his own all day and he, he, he was very good. Yeah, rate him. Rate what, him a lot. A, is, is he a dedicated goal scorer or did he have to, Was he, if he was up front on his own, did he have to do all this uh, drug barring, as I call it? Yeah, he did. He did a lot. He, he did a lot, yeah. And, and even late on in the game, you know, when we were chasing, you know, when they were looking to close the game out, balls have been played over the top and he was strong and, you know, getting the ball to the corner and holding defenders off. Yeah, very good. I mean, that was his, I mean, in a strapping team, that was his... Um, Eighth goal of the season, so he's he, he, a good player. Very I, I liked him at Huddersfield. He was at Huddersfield. I quite liked him then, but no, he was, um, yeah, he, he was very good. Yeah, he was certainly the pick, pick of their side. Um, um, so, yeah, 2 1. 2 1. Berra out to Chambers, who tries a step over and then falls over. Um, Rotherham get the cross in behind, um, intercepted by Webster, which causes another long throw. And I, I think at this point, oh. Dave, have the. Uh, are the crowd kind of murmuring they're getting, they're getting, every long they're getting, throw? They're getting eggy. I mean, that one, they should have scored from that one as well. well I mean, this was better this time, so I'm not digging changes. No, 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 no. The ball was allowed to drop again, wasn't it? It's terrible, yeah. terrible defending. Um, and it's Wood, was, the captain. Wood, the captain, just doesn't quite get around. I think maybe Ken Lock was on the far post was he puts in a challenge. But again, not great. Just didn't deal with those all day. Teams, teams always seem to be able to deal with our long throws quite well. But yeah, we did. We didn't. Um, no. uh, nice patient move here. Skews feeds McGoldrick. He does that similar thing where he <laughs> takes on his man. Um, didn't quite show the composure he did in the in the first half where he put Sears in, um, and he smashed it over. Um, he smashed we, it over left foot. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, then, um, then, then well, seventy now. Williams and Best on for Bishop and Ward. Yeah, there's just one little more incident. Let me get you on, Dave, here. Um, McGoldrick receives. It goes out to Ward. He crosses it in, up in the air. Lawrence is on the back post, and it's kind of a standing, uh, yeah, standing yeah, jump. Either needs yeah. to header it for the, 
far corner or across the down. goal. Yeah, he doesn't get anything on it, does it? Doesn't I'm get anything to think, on it at all. I was going to say Joe Jordan or someone, you know, the, the whether where they can, from a standing jump still. Generate generate power. Andy Gray, he was quite good at that. Are we allowed to mention him? Yeah, we do quite often. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, right, yes, as you said, Dave, um, right, Williams... And best on for Bishop and Ward, 66th minute, thus making the front six. So it was Sears went right, <laughs> Lawrence left, yeah. skews. And the thing we said that would never happen was Williams just as a basic centre midfielder with Best and McGoldrick up front. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, what, what my thoughts were, as soon as Williams came on, I mean, I would say Williams done did that much, we did, but you could see he demanded the ball, it looked, it looked, as soon as he came on, it looked a lot more urgency in the side. You know, Surely the balance know, goes as soon as you stick his we chase, back yeah, in of course, it, well, of course it does, but we're chasing the game at this stage, Ben, aren't we? You know, the, and, that, and at that stage, just after those substitutions was made, was the first um, Bobby Robson stand chant, of? which um, uh, Mick McCarthy, your football is choked. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that went on for yeah, went on for a few minutes that. Yeah. Oh dear. Um first first time I've heard first time I've heard that. Well first time I've heard that, but certainly well, yeah, it's the first time I've heard that. Um yeah. Lawrence nearly scores direct from a corner. Um there's two oh, other yeah. phases, but um Rotherham defend that fairly comfortably. Um McGoldrick feeds skews and he hits his typical kind of gutless long range shot, but <laughs> It bounces back to him and he heads it in for Sears. His first touch was brilliant, Dave, but then he couldn't. Uh, he doesn't hoist quite it get back it. Over. Yeah, he doesn't quite get it under. Again, I just assume, though, he's got to be offside, and obviously he wasn't. Um, yeah, great touch, but then he tries to not hook it back with his yeah. same foot over his shoulder. Very difficult skill, and he doesn't quite, uh, yeah, doesn't quite manage it. He probably um, could have done with just falling backwards and doing the kind of overhead pass there, couldn't he? <laughs> he maybe, yeah. And then at this stage, um, it really was all or nothing. Varney came on for Kenlock. <laughs> what, and just booting it down the ground, eight, eight up front style, yeah. Um, yeah pretty, pretty gung-ho, yeah. Well, shall we go to the 95th minute, Dave? And I'll quote Brenner. The commentary was good, actually, because he said 10 seconds to go um, and he was counting down oh, the stoppage time. So, oh, what, just, just as the move built up? Uh, literally as they were... As um well, you go as Webster was on the ball. Well, I think Webster Webster floats it in. Um, again, a bit of a nothing ball, really. There's a challenge. Um, I forget. I can't even remember who, who challenges for it it's, now. Mate. Uh, Woods beats Best. Yeah, okay, but Woods and Best. Uh, ball's headed out, and McGoldrick is what? What? How far out has he been? Twenty-five, maybe oh, further, something like that. Further over. I think the maybe further. Just. It's a quality finish, isn't it? One one touch, bang! It's just a quality quality finish, you know. And and to be perfectly honest, I I was surprised at ninety five minutes. All right, we all right, we're chasing the game with two one down. I like one or two around. We were surprised that he was still on the pitch because he looked out on his feet. I mean, I think that's you know that was almost a um, uh, you know a Gerard West Ham very similar actually Gerard you know West Ham um, Cup final goal. Do you know what I mean? He's literally out on his feet and he just has a swing. Sweet strike right in the corner, class goal. And, and, you know, people around me were saying at the time, shit, you know, almost, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Do you know what I mean? Because has it bought... We'll go go there in a minute, Dave. We'll go there in a minute. The the thing I found really funny about this goal (laughs) is when Webster has the ball, 
Um, mm. McGoldrick showing his usual levels of tactical discipline has and come all the way the back yeah. <laughs> to yeah. 10 yards. You can imagine Mick's probably like, what the hell is he doing back yeah, there? Get in, the, get in the box. No, but Dave, come on, 10 seconds left. He's And, and what was he going to do if he received the ball all the way back there? I, but do look- you know, Benny, he's, he's that clever footballer that he realises the box, you know, and he, you know, the ball's going to be lumped in for the likes of Best and the... Whether I don't even know it was Berra even up there at that stage, oh, they're I'm not really there, sure. Yeah, yeah. They're all up there, exactly. So it's just clever. It's just clever footballer, isn't he? You know, he's hanging back on the well, further than the edge of the box, oh, just he hoping was... that someone breaks he... his breaks something breaks his way. And he was doing that a lot. You've said this before that you know, you know, McGoldrick shouldn't shouldn't need to come deep to receive the ball. But he started to do it yesterday, and Ben, when he does and turns and drops his shoulder, we just look so much better, you know. Yeah, and um, the finish was fantastic. I've just been thinking as we've been chatting about um, Sears and McGoldrick as a Mm. partnership. It -hmm. it feels like neither of them is the primary, primary goal scorer, not like Pittman would be. And I think think Sears has had that coached out of him a little bit, you know, just goal hang. Because if Sears plays with McGoldrick then he'll score a load of goals if he just plays off the last man. But oh, he will, because he'll, he'll find him. Yeah. I think he was, he's been coached for two years to track back full-backs and, you know, run, run you know, back towards his own goals so much. Ooh. And, well, you know... Ben, he's, he's, he's been playing wide for how many, you know, how, many, how long of the past season and, well, two season and a half, how many... Yeah, how often has he played in that wide position? Probably well, exact- 70% of the time. Exactly, but it's like if he's going to play up front with McGoldrick, which he's very capable of because he's pacey, mm. he's clever, he's good, yeah. good finisher, um, yeah. he needs to kind of reevaluate his, his game. And honestly, uh, love Sears, but Pittman would be better in that position just as a, oh, a goal-hanger so box player, you know. Pittman, Pittman and McGoldrick would be really good because, yeah, Pittman's a, a more an out-and-out front player isn't he clever clever as well and I like the way Pittman runs the line really well you know he's, he's very clever but right. more experienced but there you go Dave before you talk about Mick and so on <laughs> and so forth I'll go through uh, a few bits I'm going to give you some positives and you know do with them what you like um, yeah 67% possession that must be a season high mustn't it yeah it got to be but I think that that sort of yeah, very much reflects the game. You know, certainly at certainly at two one, they were sitting deep. Ward was playing up front on his own, and yeah, we we're having all the ball, but not really okay. creating much. Okay, um, the team lineup itself, I've got down as a positive. I've got the two yeah. forwards scoring. I've got <clears throat> McGoldrick yeah. playing ninety plus minute, and I've yeah, got amazing. yeah Kenlock looking you know decent. Uh, very right. very good. Very Before good. we do, Mick. Um, just do me a bit on the following players, Kenlock, Bishop and McGoldrick and whatever order you like. Kenlock, really, really impressed with Kenlock. Um, composed on the ball. Um, lovely delivery, you know, perhaps a better, better delivery than, um, better delivery than, you know, gets a ball, gets a ball really crisply into feet and got forward really well. I mean, the header um, and the shot after that McGoldrick series move. I thought he had a really good game. And I know he, he was just sacrificed at seventy minutes for seventy odd minutes for Varney, you know, because he, you know, we're going gung ho. Bishop, a little bit disappointing. Just didn't land for me. Didn't land on the ball enough, if you know what I mean. Just didn't, maybe just didn't have that have that opportunity to land on the ball. You know, one brilliant bit of play when we receive the ball wide, cutting side. That's what he's all about. You know, committing. If you remember, you know, the season before last when we had the 
you know, the run of the playoffs, he was landing on the ball and running at the running at you know running from the midfield. If you land on the ball, wouldn't you fall over though? Well, you know what I mean. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> In, in receipt, in receipt of the ball, Ben, in receipt of the ball. Sorry, a bit similar to what I, I, you know, last game I referred to it last season, last game of last season at Derby. Remember, I got all excited about, oh, Bishop's back in the side. You see, you know, he ran with the ball from midfield, got taken out, you know, got taken out from the penalty. He didn't really do enough of that yesterday. Unfortunately, um, most of the most of the midfield play seemed to go through skews, which you'd prefer it if it didn't with Bishop <laughs> in the side. Well, no, you would. So and, diplomatic. And, well, you know, um, I, he, I looked at it again. I looked at the game yesterday. I'm, I'm, I must admit, I've always been a skews fan. You know, I think he's a bits and pieces player. All right, he doesn't score enough goals, but if you look at it, he does slow the game down. He does slow the game down a lot. But there you go. Um, and McGoldrick, I just, I just, he's just different classes. He's, he's, again, one of someone said, someone said near me yesterday, so he's too good for us. And he, he isn't, but do you know what I mean? He comes deep. He's, he's, he's got the ability. His first touch is brilliant. He's got the ability to come deep, create some space, turn and run at defenders, which is great. And also some of his, some of his play around the box is, he was not back to his best yesterday, but you realise what you miss when he's not in the team. You know that little reverse ball to, little reverse ball to Sears, things like that. He's we haven't got anyone else that can do that and, and the finish for the goal was just sublime wasn't it? absolutely I, I, sublime I want to be wrong about this but in my head you can't trust McGoldrick you get excited and some way I know what you're I, saying I really yeah. want to be wrong I want him to play now for I, the rest of the season and it's he, he, he you know and the, the decision yeah. is oh who's playing up front with McGoldrick you know but yeah, I'm just trying it. to temper your excitement if if he plays um, and he's fit for the rest of the season, it'll be great. Right, Dave, we're gonna do we're gonna talk about Mick, but it's a good time to go to Statman now because his stat is about Mick, um, the renegade Statman on Twitter. He's a bit grumpy at the moment, I have to say though. So, um, oh, is he? Yeah, don't pick a fight with him on his on his no. timeline. He's not a, he's not a happy camper, but he's our oh, no. um, statistical um, partner. Guru. Guru, um, at yeah. Chomp X3. Give him a follow. Just don't pick a fight with him at the moment. Um, he says, Harumph, dear, oh dear, oh dear. Mick McCarthy having it socked right at him yesterday shows how fragmented we have become as a club. Anyway, my mood benefits that of the Halloween weekend. Scared for our future, screaming at our manager's ineptitude and in horror at what little Marcus Evans is saying. But let's not get all morose. Let's have a stat. Yes, that man. Um, since Evans took over Ipswich, he has overseen four managers, taken a longer view of their final days at the club. How many points did each manager secure in their last 30 league matches? So uh, Roy Keane in his last uh, 30 league matches, 36. Um, Paul Jewell. 37, Mick McCarthy, 39, and Jim McGilton, 42. Statman goes on, nothing in it over 30 games, a win or a defeat here. Discuss what you will, how soon is now, which is definitely a Smith song, isn't it? That um, is certainly is a Smith's morose song. <laughs> it's the one where the panning on the guitars are weird and it, it goes all over the place. Anyway, so I think Statman's point is that Mick, over the past um, 30, 30 games. games, has performed two points better than Jewel and three better than Keane. Uh-huh. 
three worse than Magilton. Um I'm a big mark for points per game and it's you're talking about point zero eight or something different. Right. Dave <coughs> um we'll do a little short answer thing and then a long answer. Um this is this is my um way of people telling whether they're Mick in or Mick out. So just indulge me here. Um answer these questions yes or no. Um is Mick performing well as a manager? No. Do you see it improving? Yes. Ah, so you're you're not Mick out then, but uh, that's Ooh. a very simplistic way. I look, I know it's more nuanced than that. So I've talked for two minutes now. Do you want to do you want to go ahead and give me your views on Mick? Uh, and also, Dave, <sighs> just tell me whether the fans' behaviour was appropriate, and I'll shut up. You go ahead. I, th- I think there was there were signs yesterday. Obviously, the team he picked, you've got to put it in the context who we were playing. We are playing Rotherham, you know, eight, whatever they were, eight points adrift, seven defeats on the spin. Um, you know, I keep, I keep harping back to, to the likes of Bishop and and McGoldrick. You know, for me, like I said right at the start, they were the sort of like mini, perhaps, shafts of light, you know. Um, Just a quick football... one, quick one, Dave. Sorry. Isn't this the game to test it out, though? Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, maybe certainly certainly weeks before wasn't and maybe not next week. I mean, just backtracking a bit, what was interesting yesterday, obviously no Scuggless, as we know. Um, Graham, we well, yeah, that one to Graham on the Naked Footy Show. Um, and Douglas apparently wasn't injured. He was just left out of the 18 yesterday. Well, not on the bench either. No. No, not even on the bench yesterday. <laughs> he's, so he's you starting know, what, next week then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know what I would say is, is he doing a good job? No. Is there room for any sort of? Op- I don't know how you put that second question, which I said yes to. Um, uh, is there any room for room for optimism? Yes, just by the fact that McGoldrick's fit. Bishop seems to be getting a start now. You've got all right. You know, we're going to play them, but you know, people like Williams on the bench. Um, so yes, I can see. Football-wise, hopefully, hopefully it'll improve. However, that side couldn't beat Rotherham yesterday. <laughs> so <I thought laughs> on their first, a, on their first, uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, on their first, on their first showing, there there were signs the football was better. And you know, some of the link-up play between McGoldrick and Sears was lovely. Um, but uh, will we see that? Will we see that side at Hillsborough next week? Doubt it. And you hit the nail on the head when you said that probably. Douglas was kept out because Douglas. Don't forget, it was, it was last week that you know, that little montage came out on Twitter with about Douglas, wasn't it? The um, the little two minute <laughs> two minute bit when he was running around St James's Park trying to get a touch of a ball. I'm sure um, you could do that to most centre midfielders. I'm games, sure absolutely harsh. I'm sure you absolutely could do it to everyone, probably. But Dave, the, so, reason, the reason I simplified it right down is I think 99.9 percent would say. He's not performing well. We have less points and we're no. in a lower position. The no, absolutely thing, not. The, the, the only real question is, if you don't see it improving, if you think, oh, it's well, it's not going to get any better, then you're Mick out and you want okay. somebody well, else. If you do, then, you know, surely it's it's Mick in because you, you, you believe we're going to go up the table and improve, right? Yeah, I, I, the football will improve, Ben. The football will improve just by, like I said last week, just by... The very fact of those players, McGoldrick, Bishop starting, McGoldrick starting in the side, the football ha- will improve. But 
will it get will it get the desired results? I don't know. But Tell as me. we said, as we said yesterday, first time out in that in that formation, we certainly well we, we won't see it. It won't it won't he won't play like that. Obviously at Hillsborough next week, I wouldn't have thought. Well, I'd be very very surprised. Um, so from that point of view, yes, some cause for optimism. I would say a little bit of optimism there. Um, tell me about the behaviour of the fans, and um, because I don't believe they're they're whining about um, about that particular game. I think it's no, just no, a it's build the, up of stuff. Ben, it's, it's it's the it, it wasn't it, it, like I said to you. It wasn't McCarthy out or Evans out or anything like that. It was you know your football is sh one t. You know it was it was I think it was a general. Frustration of the fans and the um, which isn't an unreasonable no, of course observation, not. is it? Christ, you, you know, you pay your money to be entertained, and it hasn't been entertaining down there. And at what point basically. did at what point did you say that occurred? About I reckon just about seventy minutes. We're huffing and puffing just about when the Williams, the double substitution, Williams and best. So I reckon either yeah, just on that or just after that. So yeah. you're, I'm not putting words in your mouth here. You're saying basically the behaviour of the fans was perfectly reasonable. They waited they waited yeah. plenty, yeah? Yeah, it wasn't, you know, having said that, had we been 3-0 up, I'm sure you wouldn't have got that, obviously, but no, it was just, it was an accumulative thing of what's, of, of, of the performances this season, Ben. Great stuff. Um, okay, I put out a tweet on the Blue Monday Twitter, you can follow <laughs> us, by the way, at Blue Monday ITFC, just after the game, so people, when people were at their most vexatious, um, trolling, <laughs> trolling them basically, saying, "Is your glass half full, half empty?" Dave, I've got, as you could imagine, the timeline blew up a little bit. Um, so I'm gonna come in with a load of these tweets. Chime in as and when you feel you need to. Okay. Yeah, I saw some of these. Yeah, come on. Um, Adam Cheng, excluding two penalties, this means we've scored only five goals in 15 games from inside the box. Total lack of attacking stratagem. Mm. I just like the word yeah, stratagem. You know that Ian Jury song, um, I could be a lawyer with stratagems and muses. I could well, be an inmate in a long-term institution. Maybe Adam can go along with our mates at our economics lecturers and be the most intelligent listener. Did we find anybody with a master's who listened? I don't think we did, did we? Uh, Jordan's girlfriend's got a master's, but I don't think she listens. No, she don't care, does she? Nah, yeah, unless he wins 500 quid and spends it on it. Um, <laughs> Martin Dye, it feels like a chore going to watch town at the moment. Have a feeling that the Forest game could be a watershed moment. Um, uh-huh. Adam Flat, listen back to Mick Mill's comments during the phone in yesterday. Suggests players are weak and quite critical of yeah. Mick McCarthy. Yeah, that was an odd one. I heard that on the way home. He was basically saying, well, you know, it's, it's almost... Time for the players to sort of stand up and be men and 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 say to the manager, "Look, we're not happy with this style of play." Or, yeah, odd. That would, yeah, well, um, I don't know. Can't Ian, see it happening. Ian at Lofted on Drive, half empty this week. We are we were playing Rotherham. Our so-called creatives were all involved. We were playing at home. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting one from Robert Mason. No matter what fans' feelings are, my money is on Alex Neal taking the bullet before Mick. Hmm. Well, tell more, you what, there was more of that in a little bit. Yeah, there was rumours there last week about that. Yeah. Um, Tim Pashley, my glass isn't Waterford Crystal anymore. <laughs> um, Daryl, my glass is smashed against the wall. Overhaul needed. This was the straw. Hashtag mixed camel. Um, Alex has become the master of the, the one word tweet recently. He says emptying. Um, at running Tucker, it was half full, but I've just discovered a hole in it. It's the best glass I've had for years, but now it's broke. 
I think we know what you're getting at there at running. Oh, I do. Richard yeah. Lee, after that performance, it will be full, empty, refill, empty, refill, empty. <laughs> um, Carlos Braithwaite, someone's handled mine with shitty mitts and I no longer want to drink from it. Yes, <laughs> cover your glasses when you're out. Uh, Rory Beer, load of shite. Never said it before, but time for a change. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, it, was one from, it was one from Amy. You said, it was Amy, Amy Downs. Amy Downs. I don't have a glass at the moment. I'm ignoring it exists. Obviously, we don't advocate... Um, drinking to excess to get no. through Ipswich matches. Uh, Chris, um, I mean, have you got that? Have you got that Samaritan's number though? <laughs> um, Chris <laughs> at Chris. Oh, I always say his name wrong, so I'm not going to say it. Mick must be thanking his lucky stars as that basically prevented a full scale meltdown at full time from supporters. David Pascoe, angry relief, best sums it up. Th- that starting lineup could do great things going forward, but today's mm. a poor result. And finally. Uh, Beaconbauer says uh, Beaconbauer got married didn't he congratulations um, he did congratulations McGoldrick's late equaliser simply papering over some bloody enormous cracks surely enough is enough I, Dave I'm, I'm harking back to something you said is it a good thing or a bad thing you know you know when your mate is not happy with your girlfriend and he's kind of waiting for her to do something oh, really stupid so he's got an excuse to split up yes, with her sir. do you get a bit of a sense that People would have rather we went down to Burton or we went down to Rotherham because yeah. then it would be clearer in yeah. their minds. No, honestly, yeah. I, I, I almost, I almost think that's the feeling I get. Honestly, yeah. And it was, it was a strange feeling with the goal. I mean, yeah, the goal was obviously celebrated yesterday, but yeah, certain people in the crowd were, oh, oh, well, well, yeah, that's that seemed okay for another fortnight or something like that, you know. Yeah, and you could have been a lot. It would have been a. A definite hundred percent failure. I think. I think. Lost, bottom, yeah? bottom line. Bottom line here is Ben Marcus Evans is not going to sack Mick McCarthy. Let's put it out there. He won't sack him. And I don't think it will. I think he's got. What's he got left in his contract? A year, eighteen months. Evans won't sack McCarthy. No way. You heard it here first, Dave. Should we go? I don't think so. Should we go to Fan Jewel? Can we? Can I just lob something in just for some light relief? Just for some light relief here. It was. Um, very sad to read, I think this was tweeted, the passing of Carlos Alberto. Did you see that last week? Brazil, oh, right. 19, uh, Brazil, 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 right back. Um, yeah, midfield, right midfield. Um, died in the week at 72. Um, greatest team goal ever scored, would we say, that goal against Italy? Um, I always think, uh, yeah, I agree. I always think football is about narrative, isn't it? It's about the stakes and the story, isn't it? It's the World um, Cup final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the World Cup final. It's Pelé. <laughs> it's um, Jazzy, Mexico yeah. City, isn't it? And we're going to go to FanDuel now. That is F-A-N-D-U-E-L. I can't spell. D-U-E-L. FanDuel, our sponsor for the season. They are lovely enough to sponsor us and give us a promo code for our lovely listeners, which is going to hopefully save you some money and in turn win you some money and also have you some fun because what is life if it's not about having a bit of fun? FanDuel is um, single sort of one-shot fantasy football. So you play over the course of one weekend, one day, whatever the game suggests. You're going to download the app from iTunes or from Android stores or Google Play or wherever your device is supported by um, you go in, you select your team. The FanDuel app is incredibly helpful. 
It gives you all sorts of form and facts and figures and lots of help sorting out your lineup. You need to load up your team with how you think those results are going to go on that specific day. Choose your game. You can play head-to-head. You can play for big money. The more you invest, the more you're going to win back. This is where your promo code is important. As you um, put your hard-earned money into the FanDuel app, if you type in the promo code Blue Monday. One word, the name of this podcast, Blue Monday. The nice people at Fangio will refund you if you lose on your first week up to an amount of £10. So you stick £10 in, you invest it on the first week and you don't win, they're going to give you your money back. If you win, you're fine. You don't need it anyway. You've still got it and you're, you're up and running on the Fangio game. Dave, did you have a go this week? Yeah, yeah, and I think I'm just on the cusp of some money this week, Ben, which is good news. Did the fans' favourite. Had um, a really good start yesterday in the early game. Had Alexis Sanchez, who got, I think, just shy of 50 points. Is he down as a midfielder or a forward? No, no, he's He's a forward. forward. He's an out-and-out forward. Um, I'm probably just going to lose out because I didn't have Aguero. Oh, big points this week. All the big players, you know, Sanchez scored two, Aguero scored two. Uh, Costa school today. Tell you what, who else did well for me yesterday? I had Tom Heaton, who's just incredible. He is the fan jewel keeper to have. Tom Heaton at Man U and um, Michael Keane, the centre back. I think Heaton got something like 42 points and Michael Keane got something like 35, something like that. But I'm, I'm sort of on the cusp of things. I've got two players. Funny because over the weekend, I've got two, and Monday, there's a game tomorrow night, Stoke Swansea. I've got Shakiri. And Sigurdsson, if they so if they can bag a goal yeah, or two they're between the two them, to have in that game, aren't they? Yeah, if they can bag a couple between, I could be in. Jordan, um, my son Jordan, who had the big win at the start of the season, he's on for some money. He's one of my fans' favourite. He's he's um, as of this afternoon, he was like top thirty. Oh, so not big. Good. You need to, to get to to get the big win. You need to get sort of top top certainly top ten. I think if you're top ten, that's like short of something like 75 quid and when he won the when he won the big money well 500 quid he finished third so yeah he's pushing for some money so yeah I might be alright this week yeah it was good um, but some big points this week I mean Jordan's got something like 320 points which every other week that have probably got your top 10 but because a lot of the big players scored and yeah, and, and you know, and a lot of the yeah big players scored. Um, people have people have them in their team. Yeah, I've got a cautionary fan duel tale here because I did play yesterday as well, but. I, I'm pretty sure I hit enter and got the confirmation. And then when I went to see how oh. I was getting on, my team wasn't there. So if you're going to play FanDuel, oh. I think you might have to press confirm or something. And I, I didn't do that. Yeah. I think I might have dodged the bullet, though, because I thought that Man uh. United were going to score in the wake of yeah. um, Mourinho actually winning. And oh, so I backed them and not. Arsenal Liverpool. I had David Silva, I think. He was gonna do well, but I'd gone for yeah. I'd gone for Pogba and Zlatan, so I'd put my oh, put my eggs in the in I the Man U basket and I saw the I saw the highlights of that game. Ibrahimovic could have been there now and wouldn't have scored. <laughs> he was dreadful. Absolutely um, dreadful. Daryl gets in touch to say on FanDuel your players get one point for a clearance. Town back forward rack up the points. Hashtag <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I, I think that. a clearance though, that means the other team touch it and then you get it. Whereas most of our defenders' clearances come from our t- their own. yeah their own possessions. <laughs> so, but get involved on the fan duel. It's really good, yeah, really good. good fun. You can follow it in real time as you go and see yourself going up or down the table. the 
like Dave and, says, and the, I, Opta, um, the Opta stats stat. power it. So someone like Heaton, who may be playing for a small team against a big team, but if he makes those catches and those saves, he's rewarded for everything, right, Dave? Uh, yeah, no, he is. And, and also the great thing about it is, you know, virtually right up until kickoff, you know, find out what... Because obviously you went to your team, or I, I don't know, my team, sort of Saturday morning, maybe mid-morning or something, but right up until half past two, well, well before kickoff, you know, so you get the teams coming through at half two. And if, if someone's not playing, you can amend your team, edit your team right at, say, five to three. See, how much it's better great. is that than the old days where you're trying to, f- God, trying to figure God, out who's yeah. going to... Who's going to play yeah. in the, all these all these football teams at the start of August? And no, no idea. It's, it's fantastic, it's, it's, and you could follow it all in um, you could follow it all in real time as well. You know, it's, it's updated in real time, so it's, it's really good. Um, really good. So one more time, the promo code when you put your money in is Blue Monday. One word. The um, sponsorship's been going really well. They're really happy. So big thank you from me and Dave to. Yeah, no, no, really all you good. Guys. And I think some of our subscribers, some of our. Um, uh, social media uh, followers have had, I think, ITFC clan, I believe he had a win, didn't he? I think he was saying last week. Right. So it's, um, yeah, no, they're all, hopefully most of our subscribers are, um, are playing and um, having some joy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Shall we go to the roundup, Dave? Yeah. It's Preston 1, Newcastle 2. Um, Newcastle with their spare £15 million forward, Mitrovic, <laughs> scoring twice. It's just mad. Um, yeah. Beckford with one back for Preston. Um, Newcastle, Dave, are nah. six points clear, rocking out at 2.27 points per game on course for 104 points, Rafa. Still won't be enough. Still won't be enough to beat Reading. 106 in 2005, 2006. 106 points. So that must be 2.3 you know, points per game then. My God. So that was 2005, 2006. You know that was the season after we saw them, when we and you went, when um, Ben scored late on and bloody Inga Marson. Do you remember? I do. We went yeah, there. Yeah. So, that, so that was the very next season. What the hell happened there? Steve Koppel <laughs> happened. Um, well, Dave, I guess. Yeah. Brighton 5, Norwich 0. Yeah, honestly, terrible. 
I mean, the goal, well, Glenn, well, Glenn Murray, someone I, who I have championed since the start of the season at this level, um, hat trick, but Christ, Norwich defending was dreadful. That first goal. Yeah, the goalie did. The keeper, have oh, terrible touch. What was great about that? What was really good about that? It was fair shoulder to shoulder. I mean, how many times, how many refs would you have seen disallow that goal? But fair play to the ref, shoulder to shoulder, absolutely fair. He was stronger than him. He, he did he did try to miss it, Murray, but it hit the inside of the post and went in. But, I mean, after that, the second goal was a lovely goal. Pitch ahead, it wasn't Talk a good move. Talk about knockout Oh, class. Yeah, the last one. I've got it. I've got it here as well. Dink. Yeah, so Dave. Yeah, Dink from Brighton, seven wins and two draws from their last nine. Um, Murray onto nine for the season and 168th yeah. career goal. Um, Dave, do you realise yeah, if looking... the top ends up being Newcastle, Brighton, Norwich, Chris Hewton has managed all three of those teams? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the one. I've got to say, I was cold on them last year. We always had that joke running joke throughout the year saying, oh, yeah, they're not going to do it. And they obviously didn't. But, yeah, this year, I think they've um, supplemented that team with some very good players. Murray, obviously, knockouts in, in from the start of the season. Um, uh, yeah, I think they'll take some stopping. I don't think they'll quite um, eclipse that. I mean, it's still early, but I, don't, I think, yeah, Newcastle and them look really good at the moment, particularly with, um, obviously, Norwich on the slide. And then, probably, as we're coming to yeah. now... Huddersfield. The peculiar. Fulham 5, Huddersfield 0. I don't quite know what, what <laughs> to make of that. Fulham's Fulham second, second win in 10 games up <laughs> to <it> yesterday. Really? <laughs> Seriously, up to yesterday, Huddersfield only conceded 12 before yesterday. So Crazy. that makes what, no sense again, at all. First, first win at home since that opening game against Newcastle. Um, three defeats um, in four for, for Huddersfield, but they hold on to third yeah. position. Yeah, yeah, well, they were top, weren't they? I mean, it seemed that I saw the highlights of that one as well, quite extended highlights of that one. And it seemed, I know you hate it, but that Sonny Aluko was unplayable yes, yesterday. No, don't, don't, use an opinion, don't use a statement <laughs> of fact to describe an opinion. <laughs> he was very, very there good. Go. That's um, I think I think, he, I think he had like three assists and got the penalty as well, something no like way. that. Chris Martin's. Chris Martin scored two. Put him on your fan duel, Sonny Aluko. Hopefully they'll launch I mean, it to the back... championship next year, right? Oh, that would be class, wouldn't it? Because, well, hopefully... Well, we'd, we'd in theory be better at that, wouldn't we? Um, Reading <laughs> yes, 2, we Forest nil. Yapstam's possession machine trotting on nicely. Um, they're in fifth. Yeah. Uh, McCleary has got four goals and three assists this season now. Yeah. And Reading have only got two think... defeats in ten. Yeah, I mean, they didn't look very good against us. We should have got something. Um, so, I think, rubbing salt into Forest wound, two ex-players. McCleary and Gunter scored, I think. Um where are we now? Barnsley 2, Bristol City 2. All sorts of fun in games here. Um, Watkins with the opener, then Winnell misses a penalty, then Tomlin scores a penalty and then gives a really lovely assist for Abraham. Abraham. Hamill he's, he's, puts in an injury time equaliser, so Bristol City hold on to sixth place despite one win in four games. Sorry, Dave. Um, Dave, quickly, I don't know the Birmingham Villa result today. What happened? Uh, 1-1. So, 1-1. Great. Birmingham great will pass them today with a win against Villa. So, no, Bristol City is still sixth. Bristol City is still sixth. Um, Villa 15. Lovely goal from Hamill. That goal that goal right at the end. Great goal, wasn't it? Cut inside. Just, just a bit like a Pablo-type goal. Passed it in the <laughs> corner. Really good goal. And I made a note. Tammy Abrahams now as he spoke for the season, which is as many as we've scored. But anyway, let's not dwell on that Derby one. Derby 2, Shiver uh, Wednesday nil, and Derby <laughs> under Steve up to 19th. Christie and Pierce. Yeah. Um, Wednesday, Ipswich's next opponents with defeat. Yeah. Um, Carlos 
Cavell, nice collar on his coat, but hopefully that's fake fur. Oh, Carver, how oh, yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he was, he was, he was a bit incandescent with rage about. I've got to say, I saw that um, a penalty at one nil where I think it hit. Um, well, it hit Kia, it hit Kia on the line, hit him on the arm on the line, and um, yeah, somehow wasn't given as a ten. But there you go. Um, he wasn't happy about that. Let's hope he's still unhappy this time next week. <laughs> um, so, what happened, Birmingham Villa, Dave? Yeah, one-one, really good goal. Um, Craig Gardner scored the first goal, sort of deep free kick from AU, and one of those ones where um, midfield player sort of comes late and the ball sort of curls in the far corner. Really good goal. Then um, <laughs> Clayton Donaldson, the I put the usually reliable Clayton Donaldson, had a, a chapter of misses. He missed one on the line where the ball sort of came across his right on the goal line, headed it, it hit the underside of the bar, didn't go in. But then, um, yeah. Fairly, fairly even, but then a low for 70 minutes. David Davis scored equalised. Just a low hit from the edge of the box. 1-1. Think at the end, that's probably a fair result. But um, yeah, Villa still unbeaten. I know they've drawn one or two, but still unbeaten since uh, Bruce took over. Uh, Leeds two, Burton nil. Leeds one point off the playoffs. Wood and Dakar. Yeah. Wood seven in the league, ten in all competitions. He's going to get yeah. twenty, isn't he? He probably is, yeah. He, he looks a lot more mobile and fitter than when he that brief spell he had with us um, a couple of seasons ago. But yeah, good, strong player. Uh, yeah, Leeds are a bit upwardly mobile, aren't they? 23 points now, just a point off a of both. QPR yeah. nil, Brentford two on Friday night. Uh, nice build-up and goal from Clark. Sawyer's bank great, one in the top great corner. Great goal. Um, great goal from Sawyer's. What a goal that was. Hard skill Dave, there. Ball runs across. Guess the distance between the two stadiums, Dave. Uh, he's quite close. I'd say something like 5.3 oh, miles. Lucky, 4.1. Closest in England, okay. Dave. It, what would be the closest in well, England? Notts uh, County, Notts Forest, surely. Isn't it? Well, I've researched this. If there wasn't a river, um, oh. it would be. So it's actually Liverpool and Everton at 971 yeah, okay. metres. Although our friend Marcus right. in Scotland would probably tell you that Dundee and Dundee United are on the same road. 182 metres apart. There you go. <coughs> oh, dear. I'm just choking on my amazing stat there, which has no relevance to anything we're doing, but I found quite interesting. <laughs> Good stat. Blackburn won. Good stat. Wolves won. Some protest bollocks here. I'd rather talk about um, all these... Thunderbar- Thunderbars. I'll, I'll give you that are one. We, are, we, are you having that? Yeah, I'll give you that one. That was nice. That was. God, he put, his, put his full weight into that. Dave, whenever you see these oh. protesters protesting at football match, they're always like 16-year-old males, aren't they? Did you see this protest? This is a weird one because um, apparently, well, Blackburn, one of the oldest by well, the founders of the Football League, I'm sure one of the founding clubs. So apparently Blackburn founded in 1875. So what did the supporters do? Didn't The protesters didn't come in until the 18th minute and left on 75 minutes. Um, <laughs> so, so missed that thunder beer of a goal from Gallagher. And then obviously. they missed the equaliser as well. Uh, just about, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Good, like two minutes after. Um, Gallagher has yeah. six goals and assists this season, playing in a horrible yeah, good, team. Good, so, um, good young player. Yeah. That was a hell Edwards of a walking out. Yeah. Um, and finally, um, Neil Warnock. He's lost it. He's shot to bits. Um, yeah, he's, he's lost at home to Wigan. Great goal, actually. Yeah, rubbish. Yeah. Re- Jordi Gomez, what's he doing playing for them? What a goal! I mean, Warnock did come out with some rubbish this week. He did. He sort of start the. <laughs> Stir things up, saying Cardiff were the biggest team in Wales. So yes. how, uh, 
not quite sure what Swansea would make of that, but there you go. Swansea would probably win at home to Wigan. There we go. Um, here comes the extrapolation, Dave. Amazingly, Ipswich sure. have gone up in the league. Oh, no, Villa have drawn. So Ipswich must be... No, they've, gone, they've gone up a place, must though. Be so 16th, they were 17th. Yeah. Yeah, they are, yeah. Um, they have yeah. 18 points from 15 games, which is a nice round, 1.2 points per game, which is a projection Great. of 55 for the season, a regression of 14 points from last season. I'm going to do the top scorers now because I'm more interested. Uh, Ward now with four. Sears has two. McGoldrick has two, and there's four players on one. And Tom Lawrence moves alongside Sears on two assists with his scuffy, scuffy free kick. Um Scuffy McScufferson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced by that at all, um, but there you go. Yeah, it's an assist. Uh, yeah. Ward behind him on one. Dave, we're going to the CV game this week. Oh. Who was it last week? Oh, Alexis, Alexis Sanchez. Alexis Sanchez, who got you your fantasy points this week. Um, he actually did. Bless right, him. Dave, you're going to need to concentrate because there's nine clubs. Oh. What? Nine. <sighs> Hang on. He's got his pencil and paper. I'm getting my pencil, paper. I'm getting me. The um, phone's definitely off the hook, yeah. Phone's off the hook. Full concentration, Dave. Full, 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 full. So you guys out there, you know the rules. We're gonna read the um, clubs of a professional football player, a famous professional football player, in the order (laughs) that this famous professional (laughs) football player played for these clubs. and you need to name the player in as few clubs as you can. There hasn't been a hole in one for... Oh, no, someone got one on Alexis, didn't they? Oh, someone got Sanchez. Surely yeah. someone would know was that. Was it Jake? Colo- someone did, didn't they? Colobria Colo- or whatever it was called. Yeah, I couldn't even pronounce it, could I? Terrible. Are you ready, Dave? Yeah. So Not not particularly, but go I'll on. What, I'll rattle through. Yes. You, you, I won't leave those awkward gaps because I know you feel the pressure a bit, don't you? Oh, I sweat profusely. <laughs> go on. <laughs> Like Angus Young of ACDC, the sweatiest man. Oh, absolutely. Um, are, you, yeah, um, are you ready? Come on. Right, club number one, Tottenham. Yeah. Club number two, Queen's Park Rangers. Club number three, Portsmouth. Yeah, I might have a... Club number four, on. Dave's got it, Aston Villa. Well, probably haven't. Club number five, Southampton. Club number six, Liverpool. From Liverpool, club number seven, back to Portsmouth. And then, club number eight, back to Tottenham. And club number nine, where he currently resides, Stoke City. Got it. Did you get it after nine? (laughs) No, Cross, I got it after Portsmouth. Yeah? Are you sure? Yeah, I did. Who is it, Dave? Yeah. It's Peter Crouch, the prolific. I did leave out a couple of loans in there. He did. He actually went on loan to Norwich. Norwich. He was was actually on loan at Norwich. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, an interesting one because he's done Tottenham twice and Pompey twice, which is um, probably quite rare for someone to do two stints. It it is. It is quite rare. Yeah, I mean, guess he first really came to. No, it's a cute, you know, decent season at QPR, perhaps. And then Graham was, Taylor thought, I'm having him for Villa. He's six foot whatever. <laughs> yeah, never quite, uh, never quite. Scored a load of goals. Tell you what, scored a few goals for Liverpool. Some good goals for Liverpool. We scored that well. volley against um Yeah, well, maybe that's Turkish the one I'm thinking <laughs> um, And <laughs> what is that tapping, Dave? Are you drumming? 
I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's my pen. Dave's sorry. doing his John Bonham impression there. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I was alerted to this because he put some tweet out. Do you realise he's like the fourth most prolific English England striker ever? Oh, God, he's it's scored like something. Greaves, he's scored well in the 20s. Charlton, Crouch or something. Oh, no, he's, he certainly scored well in the 20s. 25, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And and certainly, I don't know what his goals per game ratio is. It's but excellent. It's, yeah, I bet yeah. it's up there. Um, yeah, speaking yeah, of excellent, let's go to the excellent Sheffield Wednesday as they were last season because they um, finished in the playoffs in sixth place on 74 points, 1.6 points yeah. per game, lost in the playoff final. They currently reside seventh. It says in my notes, check Birmingham score. Uh, so Birmingham wouldn't have gone above them. No, they're still they're seventh. Okay. Yeah. Six points um, ahead of Ipswich. Um, let me just throw some names at you, Dave, before you tell me what's going to happen. Uh, top appearance makers, Kieran Lee, Tom Lees, Barry Bannon. Top goals, mm. Hooper with four. Top assists, Bannon with three. Sheffield Wednesday away, Dave. Yeah, we tell you what, I did a little bit of research on this for once. We usually get a decent result. Um, incredibly, last four seasons, we've drawn 1-1 one, one every time. Yes. Um, and unbeaten there going back to 2007. Um, so, yeah, you'd like, again, the sort of game is, you love a win, but again, a 1-1 one, one draw wouldn't be too bad going into two home games against QPR and Notts Forest. Um, what teams are you going to play? Good front. <sighs> It'll be different from... I, I think you hit the nail on... I think, yeah, I think Scugglers. You hit the nail on the head, I think, when you said that, oh, well, we'll be playing next week. I think you're probably right. Um, good front too. Hooper and Forestier is dangerous. Hooper, I always said, is good at this level. Steve, they got... Um, obviously, they've got Fletcher, who came off the bench yesterday, but went off with a head injury after coming on as sub, so... Not sure about Ross that. Wallace, um, Dave? Yeah, he's, he's always good value. And he like Bannon. I like Barry Bannon. Kieran Lee in midfield always chips in with goals. Um, and again, I know you say, oh, you can't play the bench, but I look at I look at the squad. You look at their squad strength. On the bench yesterday, Ab- Abdi, Ross Wallace, Fletcher, and Jack Hunt, the fullback, who again is very, Do very you? good at that level. And and obviously Andre the Giant. <laughs> Andre the Giant. And he did, he did come on. Um, he did come on. Um, Great feat for a big man. And I think I think Sheffield Wednesday inconsistent, quite inconsistent season. Seeming you know win win a couple, lose one, draw one. Um, I see them yeah being again. I think just because of their you know the strength of squad and their front players, I I do see them being around the playoffs come May. Whether they've quite got enough for top six, I don't know, but I see them being there. Um, McGoldrick McGoldrick um, starting up front. Nudson back. Uh, yeah. yeah well, I don't know about Nudson. Nudson injury. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't. Wouldn't. I wouldn't be at all disappointed to see Kenlock playing again. He played ever so well yesterday. I'd like to see him get maybe get a run in the side. But whether he will, that's a sort of away game where they're quite strong up front. Where if Nudson's fit, you can see him coming straight back in just because he's perhaps a little bit better in the air, a bit more, a bit stronger than than um, than Kenlock. But um, Goldrick and Sears. Love it. Love it. Yeah, mobile. Would like that. Yeah. Yeah. Away. Yeah. On the break. Um. We'll do well, I think. I think we'll do very well to get a point. But do you know what? I'm going for another. I've changed my opinion as from last week. I'm going for a one-one draw. Good stuff, Dave. Good another one-one draw. Right, we yeah. have been rattling through um, Dave's top ten games, um, his favourite games as an Ipswich Town fan. We are up to number three now. Um, so, Dave, in your own words, take take it away. Your number three in well, your top a, ten games. Uh, 
All right, this is perhaps will surprise somewhat some some people out there in the top top three games, but third third of the top ten games. Um, I'm taking you back again. It's back in the day, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm taking you back to March the seventh, nineteen eighty one, FA Cup quarter final, sixth round, Nottingham Forest, Ipswich. So this and and this this comes in. A, it's a bigger picture here. This comes in the middle of a spell of games, which is just. Incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, so I went the previous Saturday, this is good bar me, the previous Saturday I saw us play away at Coventry, went with some mates, went to Coventry in the middle of the great season, you know, we're still, you know, we're still did top we of the league. Did we do talk along once? I don't know, if, not that one, I think we did a 4-2 game, I'm not sure, don't know if we did, we may have done. We went played away at Coventry, we won 4-0, all right. Um, I remember Brazil scoring, I remember Gates scoring in that game. I remember McCall getting a really good, really good goal. Then midweek, so three <laughs> four days later, we play in St Etienne and beat them four one. You know that that great result against Johnny Rep, Michel Platini, um, Patrick Battison. You know who later a year later got nearly killed by Schumacher at the eighty two World Cup. Um, so put this in perspective. So we 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 beaten Coventry four nil at the weekend. We've gone to St Etienne, put four past them. And we're in the next Saturday, all in a week, all in a week, we're at the city ground playing Forest, double European champions. Um, still helped me had a good season that season, finished seven for ride, six, um, two points for a win, six points behind us, so two points for a win there. So still a good side. Um, and uh, the press um, dubbed it the match of the season, yeah, the domestic match of the season so far, which arguably it was. Um, I remember going to the match with a load of my mates in one of the, um, I guess they said, one of the official club coaches, and this is. You must have gone on some of those, Ben. It's a standard. Any trip up north, it's a standard. North? Stop Nottingham's off on the eight. not the north. Come on. Well, you know, anyone remotely <laughs> that side, it's a standard standard stop off at Grantham Services. Oh, yes. You know, on the A1 yeah. there, standard one. So we started with um, what was ultimately the full-strength side. Burley got injured in the fourth round in his cruciate um, ACL at, at Shrewsbury in the fourth round. So Mills was at right back and McCall, McCall played left back. Other than that, it was the you know it was the side of that season with the two Dutch and a Walker midfield, Butcher Osman, Brazil Gates, um, Brazil Gates and Manager. I mean Forest, I think the side generally was on a, on the wane a bit. Um, they were out of Europe. They didn't defend. Obviously, did defend the European Cup. They did not out of Europe. Still had still had Schilt and Anderson, Kenny Burns, John Robertson, Trevor, well, Trevor Francis, who I'll get onto in a minute. So the game kicks off. I remember it being fairly fairly tight. 15 minutes in, we go 1-0, nightmare back pass from Viv Anderson, Marin and Nipsey, slips it under, slips it under Shilwin, we 1-0. Are wearing nil, that Abby. white kit as well? We're wearing the all-white kit. kit, yeah, yeah, love yeah. Love it, love it, love it. And again, we get a free kick wide. I mean, bloody Anderson must have broken a mirror or something. Free kick wide, Murin drills it in, Anderson wins the ball ahead of Mariner, glorious header in the far corner past Shilwin, 2-0. And it's one of these games where you're 2-0 up. And, and do you know what? It's one of these games that 2-0 up. OK, let's see it. Let's keep it tight. 10, 15 minutes. See it out till half-time, perhaps. A minute later, missed time header from Osman. Let's in France is about 10 yards out. He hits it on the volley. The ball's, the ball's sort of bouncing above him, but he sort of jumps at the ball and volleys it in right-footed class guard. And then just before half-time, ball's played down the right-hand channel. Butcher, Francis is, Butcher's, Francis is giving Butcher probably... Five yard, perhaps seven, eight yard start on this. One of the quickest players I ever saw, Francis, gets to the ball first. Butcher taken out of the game, drives to the byline, cuts it back. But it's Colin Walsh that puts it in. So 2 2. Um, 
just after second half, Cross comes in, um, Walk handballs it, uh, Robertson penalty, Cooper the king of the penalty saves, but sent the wrong way, 3-2. So we're 3-2 down, and this is a character of the side, we're 3-2 down, we played we played all these games, you know, we played, you know, in St. Etienne, the, um, St. Etienne the previous, you know, the previous Wednesday, you know, absolutely out on our feet, and this is typical this season, so... I think with about 15 minutes to go, Robson withdraws. I believe it's Steve McCall. McCall goes off the fullback, puts on Kevin O'Callaghan, the young, um, young left winger. And well, I think we're all... It's really, I, I do remember this. We're not really creating anything. The ball breaks to the edge of the box. And this is typical this season. Breaks the, I think it's, it is Tyson on the edge of the box who sort of swivels. I think the ball hits Kenny Burns and just spins behind Schilt and, and just dribbles in the net. 3-3. Three, three, and you think, man, we got away. We see it out. 3-3. Three, three. And this is a cup back in those days. So in the middle of all this, we're back with a replay at Portman Road three days later, <laughs> Tuesday evening. Classic. Just incredible. Just Tuesday evening. And again, one of the best atmospheres, I, I checked on this, the crowd, 31,000 in Portman Road that night. I can remember that, one of the best atmospheres ever. And what I can remember about the replay is Forrest absolutely plays off the park for the first half. I think they have goals disallowed. They hit the post. Absolutely brilliant. We see it out, second half, very even, not a lot, you know, looking like it's going to go into extra time. And I remember this so clearly. Um, ball is played, ball is played down the right, I think, to, um, I think it's to Gates. I think Gates crosses it in. Mariner at the far post wins a header, sort of towers above, wins a header, knocks it back, knocks it back to the edge of the box, and Murin comes roaring in from about 20 yards and just hammers a right foot volley in the, far, in the far corner, past Shilton. And that, Ben, that's just how it was over those two games. I'll pick the first game just purely because of the, um, yeah, how, how the atmosphere come, at Forest. How come you gone for a draw? And you, I thought they were all going to oh, win. They, they just, no, not really. The game just had everything. And it just summed up our sort Up to that point, it was the, that was probably the high point of our season. Because then, so we, 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 we draw that game absolutely superb. We, the replay is fantastic. I mean, the replay... To be fair, the replay in the three-three games probably I'd, I'd sort of almost bracket them together. Yeah. Bra- bra- yeah, I would just the whole pack of those two games, absolutely brilliant. So three days later, we're at home to um, we're at home to Spurs, thirty-two thousand in for that. We beat them three-nil, and then and then um, again four days later, we're at home in the second leg to um, to St Etienne. What I do remember about the Spurs game, I'm just taking over this two-week period. Mills gets a nasty injury. I think Mills gets a really bad cut leg out of the shin or something, out of the shin bone. So he, he consequently starts to starts to miss a few games. I think young Kevin Steggles comes in for um, comes in for him certainly and for, certainly for the St Etienne home game. And unfortunately, after that, that's when our season starts to sort of peter out a bit. The injury starts to the injury start to start to catch up. And um, and it's incredible when I look at this. When I look at the rest of the season as a whole, apart from those two games which I've picked, incredible really that we still manage to pick ourselves up. And actually, still win something, have something to show for that season, because obviously beating in the cup semi-final, and you know we went to Cologne, what somehow won in Cologne in the semi-final, only having a narrow lead in the in, in the first leg. So really, when you look at that, um, that was a testament to our season that we managed to keep going and managed to actually have, have a trophy to, to show for in the end of the season. But those two games, I don't know if any, I guess some of the some of the you know our followers out there would have would have been to those games, but. Yeah, when I say the three-three game, I'd include the one-nil game just for the pure atmosphere and the, and the passion. Just absolutely brilliant, and and the volley from Murin, you know, put it in the context, probably against England's greatest ever keeper. Just 
that's just how it was that season. Great, brilliant. great stuff, Absolutely Dave. Brilliant. So Dave's number three is actually a draw. So, um, oh. <laughs> well, it's it's really I bracket those two together, but it's a draw and a win. But yeah, the 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 cheating really. The first, I can tell them apart. The first game and the replay as well. So away at Forest, nineteen eighty one, and Forest coming up in a couple of weeks. So hopefully that will be. As good a game, you're not expecting <laughs> that. Yeah, probably, probably not the same quality on show. No, you ben, never probably, know. You never know. It could be the most epic game you you've know. ever seen in your life. You, well, you I, I, did, I did make a note. I did make a note that for it defensively, they're dreadful. I mean, they've conceded, but I think they've conceded the next 29. They nearly conceded two a game. So it could be a there goal. There you go. Fest. It could be. Remember, you had the 6 4 against Crew, But anyway, <laughs> um, tweet us in at Blue Monday ITFC with your favourite games too and obviously if you were at that game or either of those games tweet us in let us know your memories um I think we're just about there Dave we've managed to stay fairly happy and fairly positive um we'll see how the land lies next week after the Sheffield Wednesday game hopefully um some people will be wanting a 3-0 defeat more than they'll be wanting a 3-0 win I I guess yeah have you got a prediction for that one, Ben? How do you see that one going? Oh, just well, I, I, I would, <laughs> I would love us to, you know, like you said, for him Sneak to one. stumble on, you know, Williams yeah. in midfield or something like that, and get this really mm. good win, which then sets the tone. But I have a horrible feeling, like you say, we're going to go back to defensive and we'll we'll lose by one goal, and no one's yeah. any the wiser about about anything. I really, think you're right, so, Ben. I know. think, I think. I think you're right what you said earlier. You know, the formation yesterday, yeah, much more forward thing. All right, maybe it's for, well, it wasn't forced because Douglas wasn't injured. Um, much more forward thinking. And I, I don't know who will, but if, if, if you went with the same side, yes, you know, next week, that's, you know, sneak the win. Yeah, everyone would be up, I think. Yeah, that would really, you know, get people up. But like you say, I think we might resolve to revert to type next week, I'm afraid. All I know is that something needs to change else. If Do you know what I mean? It's only going yeah. one way at the moment if nothing changes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, as usual, normal plugs uh, on Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. We try and make a note of as many of your tweets as we can. We love getting them. If you're thinking about sending a tweet, please please send it, even if you think, oh, I, I won't bother sending one, because we, we read all of them and we try and... Um, We'll try yeah, and read as right. many out as we can. Um, obviously, get your thoughts on the Sheffield Wednesday game. And um, if you did well at the CV game, let us know. And if you do well at FanDuel, obviously enter the promo code Blue Monday to do that. Let us know about that. And Dave's top three, if you were um, at his number three game away at Forest. Mm. Uh, you can follow Dave. You're on the Twitter over at... at- Dave Dunkley 3. Uh, so give Dave a follow. He is at all of the... Um, home games so if you're around there um, you can catch him you can follow me on Twitter I'm at Benjamin Bloom Um, I'm a bit boring on my own on my own Twitter the Blue Monday one's better but there's all sorts of lovely information about my my day job as a musician so um, if you're remotely interested in that give me a follow and we're on the facebook.com slash Blue Monday ITFC um, you can listen to the show on iTunes and many, many other places. If you do listen on iTunes, go and give us a five-star review and a nice comment. All helps pushes us up those up those rankings. We have peaked at, were we number five in the sports chart? 
once we were amazingly. we, we yeah, were so once upon a time i haven't really looked lately have you i think God, we, no okay. you can't can't nah. it's like when we met john walk dave and he knew all his own stats it was a bit creepy wasn't it oh no that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah stalkers yeah um wonderful right well thank you very much dave we'll speak to you um same time next week thank you listeners um keep, keep your keep your chins up something will transpire yeah. soon it yeah, cool. Must do. All right. Au revoir. Cheers. Cheers. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.